Varsity 2021. I'm back. Back again. Blitzen's back. Just some friends. Blitzen's back. Blitzen's back. Blitzen's back. Okay, you get it. What a weekend, huh? Overtimes, money balls, patchy grass. It's almost like we never left at all. The first game I saw Nightmare look like they were actually going to be a Nightmare this session with the way they came out. Then I realised they're just playing Raw Talent. Then, alright, oh my bad, Raw Talent actually won this game. Yikes, yokes on me there, huh? I would literally pay to watch these teams play every game. Not only were they uber friendly with one another, both teams really seemed to like giving the ball to the other team. It was so kind and generous. It's like the most dead-ass skinny thing I've ever seen. Watching the schoolgirls play Flag NATO was one of my favourite pastimes, actually. It's not only an annual occasion. I'm literally watching them get older every single play. When these teams both started, they were a little past the playing prime. So after nine full years, what does that make them? The schoolgasms won this game this time around, but all I could see was the man pretending to be tripod with a man bun in a bloody throat. I hope he signed a waiver this session, because I'm pretty sure the way he dives head first for flags, that bun might get to stiffy itself. Rampage played the third game of the day against the Vikings. This isn't your mother's Vikings team from ages ago. They are like fine wine now, aged in a cellar, beaten and stepped on till the juice is gone. Then all that's left is the premium wrinkled skins of the grapes in the bottom of the barrel. In this metaphor, the Rampage are the feet and the Vikings are the grapes, of course. In case you didn't get it. Even though the Vikings kind of stunk like the feet that would be stepping on them in this scenario. Hmm. Let's introduce himself sometimes. Back on track now. Who's next to get this mark, eh? The Battle Tades and Rages game. The Rages won as everyone predicted, but not without a battle from the Toads, get it? Hi, hi. Anyways, the Raiders used to wear black can be imposing and ferocious and scary. This season, they don't a new look. Beautiful periwinkle blue. Is this just me, or is there nothing more intimidating than a flower from the same family as lavender? My antlers are trembling in fear. Now the big, big boys, Shake and Bake and Legion of Doom. We saw some Shake, we saw some Bake, we saw some Liege, and we saw some Doom. This game was so bananas that it went into overtime and it never ended. That's right, never. The game just could have been stopped because Mel kept saying, you can't stop me every single play. I may not be the most educated reindeer in the poll, 
but I think that means the game is still going. Or he's still running on an empty field awaiting his next victim. Either way, heck of a game from both squads. Can't wait to see it again in the championship. Hot take. Shotgunners versus Takeover was the next game. As I sit and type with these large oversized tubes, I think to myself, I wonder if the Shotgunners will score more points this season than beers they drink down the game. This is strictly based off of me seeing offensive lineman pancakes demolish a dirty break on the sideline while his offense scored a measly 13 points. That's a 2 to 1 ratio on opening day. Imagine what it will look like if this trend continues for the rest of the season. But then again, maybe it's an opposing points against ratio. They gave up 28 points and they pounded 30. If TakeOver only could have just completed a 2 point conversion at the end of the game, my theory would ring true. Be right back, I'm going to go buy some stock in Bud Light in local liquor stores in the surrounding areas. Second to last game was the new guys, Spartans versus the old guys, America's men, children. The Spartans had some really cool jerseys and they were really well versed with the rule book, as we can tell because they studied it quite hard. The only issues I had on opening date was actually covering receivers as they let the same guy wide open for touchdowns the entire game. I mean, after all, it could be the league's fault because the rule book didn't say anything about how to cover. I joke, I joke, and I kid, but I'm sorry. I can't take the new guys up to one awful performance against the well-seasoned team. But then again, maybe we can. You gotta knock them down to build them back up again. America's children will get back on track soon. Oh wait, I was talking about the Spartans, wasn't I? Oops, Freudian slip. Finale was the Tribe and the Phantoms. The Tribe is a new team that's been trying to get into the league for quite a few seasons now and they are finally here. Generally new teams have a hard time acclimating right away, which is why they oftentimes taught in the bees. But the Tribe didn't have that issue. This looked like the Tribe was the Phantoms and the Phantoms were the... Well, the Phantoms. With the addition of a few vinegar strokes and a few tall guys, it didn't seem to help the Phantom as they kept getting ghosted like Scooby-Doo. Who's under the mask, Scoobs? Guy left masks. Underneath is the same team as last year. Maybe next year we can raise the spirits. Get it? Think about it a bit, spirits? Phantoms? Nobody? Okay, fine. Hope I didn't go over your head like a pass from John Freeze. Boom. Roasted. I guess that's it. Betsing's coming with the thunder this year, so you better be prepared. I got you all on notice and you'll be thinking about me in your sleep. Nothing like living rent-free in your head. It's quite a beautiful thing, actually. So till next week, good luck and good speed to all of you blitzers out there. With love, 
Oh, thank you.